Welcome to the CTG Nation podcast, episode 11. This episode is going to be everything mom-related, since I'm recording on Mother's Day. Got the house to myself this weekend after seeing my mom, uh, so Bobby's not here, Kyle's not here. All my Valkyrie guys are in the upstate, so we're going solo dolo with this. Uh, before I get into that and kind of explaining how important it is to have a good mother or mother figure for service members, um, be it law enforcement, EMS, Marine Corps, National Guard. Um, again, episode nine was huge. I mean, the numbers on that one are still going. We've recorded one since. <laughs> way way lower numbers, even though I thought the content was great. Um, but it's funny, the two, my two favorite episodes so far... I think have been like the two least uh, best performing podcasts by the numbers. Um, whatever. So that's why I need y'all's feedback about what you like and don't like. And, you know, if I got to have, if we got to have Valkyrie or, or John, the firefighter on here, every other episode for y'all to, for y'all to like us, that's fine. So, um, the numbers are still going up all over the place. Facebook's going up. Instagram's going up. Um, still get still getting more listens um, across all the platforms for podcasts. Um, you'll see a post I did on Instagram. If y'all follow us on Instagram, um, Corey from Valkyrie was on Code 4 EMS podcast. So shout out to them. And I shared their stuff and they liked us back and all that goody good IG scratch your back stuff. Um, I would go listen to that. Um, that was somebody I was not able to, he, he wasn't able to come out. Um, when I sat down with Thomas and, uh, Brewer and that, that episode was great. I haven't listened to any of the other stuff, but it it was good content. Everybody they had on there was knowledgeable. Um, Corey's a little quirky, but once he gets warmed up, he's, he, he's good. He He knows his stuff and he's a good guy. So, with all that being said, I'm going to get into why it's important for first responders to have a good a good mom or a mom figure in their lives. So classic military style, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to talk about, talk about it, and then tell you what I talked about. So I'm going to get into kind of how my mom raised me going from being with my dad in the service, her growing up in the service prior to that, having a, having a couple years of the single mom experience, and then how, what was her role, you know, raising me and my sister, who's also in the service, um, you know, after she got remarried when we were, and we were still kids then, and how she, you know, kind of what her role is now, uh, you know, helping us not quite on a daily basis because we live in different places and, you know, you got to get off the teat eventually. Um, and then I'm going to get into, not to get too religious on you, but there was a, uh, there's a good scripture about how, how important moms, the mother figure is. And that's going to be Proverbs 31. I'm not going to read it to you because that's not this kind of podcast, but there's good notes in there that I'm going to bring out that are going to kind of pertain to, um, why that's important for service members, specifically men, because I can't, 
I'm a man, so I'm going to speak on man stuff. No offense to any ladies listening, but that's just, that's what I am, so that's what I'm going to stick to. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hit on some points in Proverbs 31 that I liked um, from actually going to church today with my mom after I visited her. Um, and then I'll kind of wrap it up with um, how that scripture probably tied into, you know, colonial women during the the birth of our nation um, and kind of creating our American way and people, you know, like it, don't like it. Like we were founded as a, as a Christian nation and then we were open to everybody else, but that is our, our foundation. Um, like it or not, sorry. Um, and then kind of talking about how, talking about the background of women in Sparta. We're not going too deep into either one of those. I'm not a history teacher. I'm not a subject matter expert, any of those, but just to kind of talk about my experience, where it brings it out in the Bible, which ties into a lot of the foundation of our country. And then everybody likes talking about Spartans. So I thought that would be, I thought that'd be a good one to hit on. So first with, with my mom, um, pre-divorce, single mom phase and post, that's probably who's had the most day-to-day influence on me or had the most on me day-to-day growing up. Um, you know, dad, my dad, dad was there in the beginning. I mean, he st- he still is. It's just, but if you're not, you know, if you're in a divorced family, he's not going to be there all the time. Like, that's just the way it is. Um, and then, you know, he had different impacts on me that, that my grandfather didn't. And then my stepdad didn't, but then mom was always there for me. Um, so there was a lot of different times when she would have to play roles of being a good mother and a good father. So you had to be the, the nature and nurture together. So you had to kind of kick ass, but then also I think a really big role for, for moms and even for first responders and in particular in law enforcement is being a good listener. Sometimes you just got to let it, sometimes you just got to let somebody talk, like talk it out. Like I've been on scenes and they're like, Oh, you're going to let him talk like that. You're going to let him do that. Whatever. I'm like, man, if I can let somebody blow some steam, um, you know, to vent verbally and it might take a little extra time, but you know, nobody's going to go to jail. Maybe I can get down to the bottom of the problem on a scene or down to the, down to a problem. Um, some of my friends and my family that I might be helping, um, my mom had to do both of those roles, uh, a big time. I mean, she would still do all the classical mother things of, you know, cooking and maintaining the home and make sure everybody's not, you know, dressed like an idiot. Uh, Hey, you got this going on today. You should probably dress a little better. Hey, we're just going here. You can, you know, don't worry about what you're wearing. You can calm down. Um, helping me with sports helping me in Boy Scouts growing up, uh, you know, yeah, Boy Scouts make fun of me, whatever, um, 
and then even different sports I played growing up because my dad wasn't always there. My stepdad wasn't always there. Like my mom was that universal piece. And I think any good mother or, uh, you know, maternal figure is a universal piece. Um, so I would always describe my mom kind of growing up as, um, being the cool mom. Um, she had me at 21, so not crazy young, but I mean, at, let's see, they got divorced when I was about eight. So, I mean, she was divorced by the time she was 30. I mean, that's how old I am now. And I still, I basically feel the same as I did when I was 18 <laughs> with less hair. <laughs> but, um, I always describe my mom as the cool mom. I mean, she was just younger, more hip. I mean, she was like going to school while she was working full time at different jobs growing up. And the one thing I always remember is, um, here in Columbia, we used to have a hard rock station, uh, 93.5. That's what she always listened to. Like I didn't listen to older stuff with my mom. It was all like, so like 98 to like 2002, you know, it was like Creed and Limp Biscuit and <laughs> all that stuff that we thought was cool back then <laughs> that you secretly still nod your head to now. So don't fight it. Um, along with all that, she was always very motivating, but not overbearing. So motivating, but not overbearing. Um, if you wanted to try something, yeah, baby, go do it. Go try it. I support you. We'll buy cleats. We'll buy gloves. We'll buy all this other stupid stuff for all these sports that you're only going to try once. Um, but then she was never overbearing about anything. Um, I mean, besides like, you know, having good grades and generally taking care of yourself and eating the right foods and stuff, but she was never overbearing of, um, you know, you have to play certain sports or you have to be good at certain courses or, you know, you have to do what I did. Like she played basketball growing up and she did not like, you need to play basketball, you know, and live vicariously through your children. That is not, I did not experience that at all. Um, and that kind of ties into, um, actually a discussion that I just had with her. Um, me and her went on a little walk. Uh, with Apollo, they live out, they live way out in the country. So you can walk like miles down country road and not see anybody. So we go out there with the dog and she's asked me about work and stuff she sees at work. And, um, she works accounting in a hospital. So, you know, being in a hospital, you still see some exciting things, um, even in a rural hospital. And, uh, we talked about this motivating, but not overbearing stance, kind of having an impact on society now. I think society now is really bad of, oh, well, it's the Gen X, or, oh, it's all the damn boomers, or, oh, it's all the fucking millennials. I just think, I just think that's really narrow-minded, because, I mean, I'm, me, Bobby, and Kyle are smack dab in the middle of the quote unquote millennial time frame, And I think, uh, all three of us are generally pretty successful 
uh, human beings um, with a lot of, you know, and not without our hurdles, uh, which we already which we already talked about. If you haven't, go back and listen to those because, I mean, we had, I mean, we had our speed bumps. Um, so, <clears throat> with that motivating but not overbearing uh, kind of mindset and how she raised uh, me and my sister and even had an impact on my stepsisters, I think that ties into a lot of what's going on today in society. So I got to these last, uh, actually, since I've started the podcast and I've been pushing, you know, going and seeing friends and, um, you know, going down to Charleston when I don't have to work in Charleston, I'm just going to Charleston for fun and met with my boy Hammond. And, you know, when I go, when I go downtown and I had that sit down with Evans and, you know, we went out that night and you just kind of see society in, in ways that like you saw it when you were younger or, you know, before you were in the service or before you were a first responder and you kind of look at stuff different. And, uh, both of my trips, um, to Charleston and then, um, down into Columbia, a lot of us were raised being told that you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up. Well, that's a lie. I am not going to be in the NBA. My sister is not going to be an Olympic swimmer. Like it's, you're not going to be certain things, but you have the opportunities to try damn near everything because being, being an American citizen, or even if you got here by other means, if you're in America, uh, you won the lottery of life. But because we're telling people they can be whatever they want, they end up getting older and either being just, they just have no direction. They don't know what they want to be. Um, they have a very, you know, people even that go to these liberal arts colleges do not have a, a, a classical liberal education, which we've dirtied the term liberal now, but liberal back in the day meant just like diverse, like you had just had like a wealth of knowledge and you were just kind of, you're actually tying into a big thing that I always hit on this podcast is being the jack of all trades, knowing a little bit of everything. And, and if you're good at something, you're going to get, you're going to lean, you're going to start leaning that way. But because of that approach, now we have people, I don't want to say, I'm not even going to say millennials because it, because it, it, it seems like it's bleeding into any, any age group. Um, and I think that kind of depends on, you know, your career field and how tight your family was and stuff that was like different things in your life that might've been an anchor and people don't have these anchors because they're told they can be whatever they want. And then they never get good at anything in, in the slightest bit. 
I mean, I consider myself the a jack of all trades, like within the law enforcement, first responder, firearms, Second Amendment, pretty much everything this company is, is the is a business embodiment of what me, Bobby, and Kyle are. We took what we are and we made it into a business. Now, is it a little kind of scattered into the wind at times or? Hey, if y'all were more directed, y'all could have made some money by now, or y'all could have been bigger by now, or that's cool. We still got day jobs. Um, so to kind of wrap all that up, if you if you been paying attention to what I'm saying about my mom, it there's like a little bit of everything. But still some guidance for, you know, me and my sister or anybody else that she might have had an impact on to, you know, be what you're actually good at. You got to have that support there, but then you also have to have direction. So it's a balance. And that balance is what I think is missing now in society. So that balance is it. You know, you got too much mom in your life and not enough dad. If you kind of think of those traditional roles of a mother and a father, because one may not be in the picture at all. One has to compensate for the other one. Um, but I know for me, my mom always did great with that balance that I think the world needs a lot more of. <clears throat> um. To go along with not being overbearing, she never forced the military on me and my sister. <clears throat> she grew up um, military. Her biological father was, was military. Her adopted father um, was career Air Force, and she lived that active duty lifestyle. And if anybody in here has experienced that or is active duty, you know what I'm talking about. Um, just the moving, having to make new friends, um, different jobs, different locations. Like I just, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty biased about it and I think it can make people more, more well-rounded. Um, I mean, I think I had a, I had a, I think I had a girlfriend in high school that kind of despised moving around too much. Her father was active duty army. Um, so I had some, I mean, we obviously didn't stay together <laughs> for some, that was one of the reasons. Uh, but I think probably as she got older, she kind of, you know, took it for what it was and kind of found some respect for, um, for that moving around and how it ultimately probably made her a better person than staying stagnant in one town and all the same people and not saying that's a bad thing but I just think it helps you when you are exposed to a lot of different people in a lot of different places <clears throat> um, so she didn't push the military on me and my sister even though that's what we ultimately ended up doing she was actually surprised when I made the decision to go in ROTC she was like oh I wasn't really like I knew you were like all into playing army growing up, but I didn't think you were going to kind of act on it. Cause at the time I was looking at engineering, engineering school and all that cool stuff, designing stuff and building stuff, which, 
you could still do in the military, but I don't know. But y'all know how it worked out. So, so that's just kind of my input on my mom and how it helped me, um, you know, ultimately going into the service, getting into law enforcement, but she never pushed that on me. And I think, uh, and honestly, I think if people had more moms like my mom, just the world would be a better place. The military would be better. (laughs) First, all the first responders, just that whole world, I just think it would be better. But that's me being biased as hell. But just wanted to give you a little personal note on that. So next part, getting into um, Proverbs 31. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I, I mean, I encourage anybody to go read it. I mean, Scripture, if you're a Christian or not, plays plays its role and can still have me- a, you know a good message for people. Just like any religion, um, in, in my opinion. Um, and that's just kind of, and I, and I think that, um, or I thought that going into college, I thought it after college and I still think that now, um, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a Christian and some of my views are based in Christianity, but I mean, I don't, you know, I don't go to church every day and, um, usually I just go with my mom <laughs> whenever I visit my mom. Um, but Proverbs 31 is about the mother and the mother figure. Um, it starts off as these are words of uh, King, I'm going to butcher this, King Lemuel. Um, historically, they have not really figured out if that was actually a real king or if it was kind of like maybe an alias for King Solomon or if it was just fictional, like like some people think uh, most of the Bible is. Uh, but that's not... I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but it's basically a king talking about his, his mother, just how I did. Um, she was known to be very wise and within 31, got up here on my computer. Within Proverbs 31, there's different sentences. It's basically 31 sentences of the mother's role in the king's life and what she did day to day. And this kind of set the tone for the traditional, you know, what you kind of view as like the 1950s mom, like she is the keeper of the home, does the laundry, gets, gets the food, cooks the food, you know, Oh, it's bath time. Don't forget to brush your teeth. You know, she'd fix the husband, you know, the traditional, like, fix your husband's tie before he walks out the door. Uh, you know, make sure everybody is squared away and the house is squared away. That's This is basically where all those views come from. Um, so, like I said, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I'm just going to hit on some of the parts that I think are important to the first responder and service member world. 
Um, I mean, in sure she talks about not drinking too much, um, how it can, you know, it can mess up your head basically. And we see that plenty in first, in the first responder world, right? If like, if nobody we dealt with was drunk or high, like we'd be good to go. Um, so it gets into that and how that can fuzz your judgment. And if you're a, and if you are a king, you can't have that judge. You can't have that impaired judgment. And that and that goes for anybody. You don't have to be a king to make sober decisions. <clears throat> Another part she hits on, or the king hits on, talking about his mom is is how hard it is, and what the value is of a virtuous woman. Um, basically it's hard to find somebody that he is talking about. And he actually says that it's worth more than rubies. Um, so obviously not all this pertains to the 21st century. And obviously my mom was not even, actually she did still achieve all of these things while still achieving a father role, which is becoming more common. So I think that puts, I, I, that just, that just makes being a mom even more badass and more credible, right? Um, another part, they another thing they start talking about is um, the traditional, you know, running the house, you know, last one to bed, first one up, which is, but I think in all this nowadays, 21st century, I think this pertains to everybody, Um you got to be able to interchange. Like sometimes the husband does need to cook. Uh, like if it's your off day from, you know, from working a 12 hour shift in law enforcement, or if it's a 24, like an EMS or, 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 you know, fighting fires, um, you know, give your spouse that break. Um, and that's another part of this. I don't even think being a good mom, being a good mom or mother figure doesn't have to be, by your sex. Like you think of the traditional dad roles and mom roles. We got to be able to interchange those. Uh, we got to be able to interchange those nowadays. Um, Cause I mean, I know this, this is going to sound a little messed up, but I know me living with Bobby, like I, I clean a lot more than he does. And I clean like the whole house. I do like all the dishes, but that's just kind of, I don't know. That's just what I do. Am I feminine? Whatever. Um, but in a full, full household, uh, you know, two married people, male, male, female, male, whatever. Um, I think you gotta be able to interchange these things. So this doesn't pertain to just female mother figures is what, is what I'm saying. This, this, pertains to anybody just to be a good fucking human another thing they hit on is helping the needy um the 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 pastor today talked about you know at their church that if there is ever a child in the community having a problem if their church finds out about it and all of the female figures in that church find find out about it whatever that problem is if it's an immediate, you know, solvable problem, hey, they don't have pants that fit, they need new shoes, they need jackets, you know, they need new books, they need money for school supplies. That day, it's done. 
I'm not saying everybody needs a handout because I obviously don't believe in that, but you have to have some empathy to help people are in our community in need, which in first response, that's literally all we do is help the needy because it's somebody calling us. Um, you know, be it, they just need EMS, be it, you know, my house is on fire. We need to put that out. Hey, I just got assaulted. Somebody stole something from me, you know, any part of first response. Um, and then the last little part I want to hit on is the mother figure helping the, the man of the house, um, even coming down to making sure that he's dressed appropriately for the day. Um, another example from today that I heard was, uh, the, the, the pastor and his, uh, so he's not a full-time pastor. He still works somewhere else not on Sundays or Wednesday nights, you know, traditional, <laughs> very, very traditional days in the South for, for all the Christians. Um, and he was talking about how like he can buy a pair of, of $10 jeans. He does not care, but <laughs> there's, I think, uh, I believe he's, you know, in sales. So sometimes you don't want to be wearing the $10 or, you know, the pair of $10 Walmart jeans you can get, you know, maybe you need to, Hey babe, when you go do this, maybe you should wear your, you know, $50 Levi's or your $50 Wranglers. If you're still going to wear jeans, at least wear something a little bit more presentable. Right. And that goes back to the, you know, the traditional like 1950s, like straightening up the tie, cleaning the stuff off your kid's face, making sure they have their gloves on. Um, I'm really thinking of like the mom in a Christmas story, basically, <laughs> which is, I mean, hardly anybody's like that anymore, right? So next part is going to be a little bit more aggressive because um, we're going to, I'm going to kind of get into the role that Spartan females had. Um, in my little my little podcast notes here, I have how a mother, and even then, and I think, like I said, I'm not a subject matter expert in this. I just know enough to scratch the surface, and then hopefully this, you know, lights a fire in in some of y'all to research research some of this because I, like I said, I don't think enough of us or as smart as we should be with the information that is always accessible to us through your phone, through your laptop, um, depending if Wikipedia is correct that, that day or not. Um, so I got written down here how a woman has to create and nurture, but then still create warriors. Um, now that word probably gets thrown around a little loosely in the 21st century to, you know, you gotta have that warrior mindset and blah, blah, blah. And well, it's like, Hey man, like you're not a warrior 24 seven. Like we're not, we're not literally in Sparta or we're not literally fighting, uh, the American revolution. Like you are, you are a 
you are a cop. You are a soldier. You're not a, not necessarily, quote-unquote, a warrior. Um, some people take that a little bit more seriously than others, but, you know, being, you know, a little nasty pogue reservist and then getting into... And then getting into law enforcement, you can't be, you know, the warrior badass at all times. You have to have a soft side and compassion and empathy, especially, I think, especially in law enforcement, um, when you have to have empathy for a situation. So, so everybody's first, like outside of academia, Everybody's first exposure to like Spartans and how badass Spartans are and then how like the little Spartan helmet and the Spartan ethos and all this stuff got big in the military, I think kind of stems around the movie 300. Um, if you haven't seen that, I, I find that kind of unbelievable, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Um, if you haven't. You're not going to know what I'm talking about, and you should probably go watch it. Um, for as much CGI as in that movie, um, it's actually historically decently accurate, um, which I think Hollywood's got a little bit better at. You know, anything that's based off real events, you know, be it before Christ or D Day. Um, so. The wife, you know, King Leonidas' wife, that was actually pretty damn accurate to to how it was. They were very outspoken. They were educated. Um, They would converse with the male figure of the household. Um, You know, they participated in athletics very regularly, uh, pre-marriage. Um... So I'm going to read a little bit off the interwebs here. Um, So women in ancient Sparta. Spartan women were famous in ancient Greece for having more freedoms than women elsewhere in the Greek world. To contemporaries outside of Sparta, Spartan women had a reputation for, for being promiscuous, basically and controlling their husbands. Unlike their Athenian counterparts, Spartan women would legally own and inherit property, and they were usually better educated, um, even compared to the Athenians, which the Athenians were known for being a little bit more smarter, and Sparta was known as kind of the muscle. (laughs) Um, But they had less people. Um, The surviving written sources are limited, and largely from non-Spartan viewpoints, unfortunately. Um, so some of this stuff is just so long ago, you're not going to have very accurate, very accurate information on it. Hold on. Technical difficulties here real quick. All right. So little... Little quotes from Spartan women. So here's actually a quote 
from Gorgo, Queen of Sparta, and the wife of Leonidas. Why are you Spartan women the only ones who can rule men? And then she replies, because we're also the only ones who give birth to men. So that kind of goes along with what Sparta's very traditional cockiness. Um, and there's so much to read on this, all the ancient Greek stuff. Um, one last note here from the interwebs that was, um, it was actually in the movie. A lot of, a lot of quotes and references in the movie were extremely accurate. So the, before Leonidas and his 300 Spartans left, if y'all have seen the movie, you'll remember this scene where they're kind of, I think, I believe they're walking through like a wheat field, you know, with their abs and shit hanging out, which they didn't even dress like that, but <laughs> whatever. Um, so you'll remember this line. So Spartan women enforced the state ideology of militarism and bravery, which I think that's kind of important today and which I wish was applied more in our society. But uh, Plutarch relates that one woman, upon handing her son his shield, instructed him to come home either with this or on it. So that was actually one of the, I would say it's probably one of the top five quotes from that movie. Um, you know, you're going to come back with your shield or on it. Now, that might seem a little extreme for some people. They're like, oh, man, fucking, fucking come back 100% or come on my shield. Like, come back dead on it. Like, really, Mom? <laughs> so, my mom never said anything that extreme. But you see where, I don't know. I feel like all the Greeks are very extreme in some of the stuff they said. So, that's kind of... Our little short tribute uh, to to the moms out there and what they do for first responders and uh, for all of us in the military, male, female. It does it, it doesn't really matter. And you know, maybe there's some people that had fathers that filled these roles. Um, you know, I mean, good on them. God bless them, right? Um, Hope y'all enjoyed this kind of unique content, but I wanted to do something for, for the moms out there and how it can impact, you know, quote unquote warriors, however you want to view yourself. Um, I was kind of wanting to get my mom actually on here, but had some limited time this weekend. We had some other stuff going on. Um, I know all three of our moms are still like full blown in work and some of them have blogs and some of them are more about the outdoor stuff with their husbands. And some of them are more about preparedness and gardening and, and all that. And, and then I think even one of, one of our moms is in, uh, 
and sales kind of in the construction business and stuff. So, um, so to wrap that up, make sure to like, share, review, and subscribe. Everything CTG across all of our platforms. Instagram is still our number one platform. Um, I can usually write everything I want to write. I can tag everybody I want to tag. And I can take a picture of that material that I want to talk about that day or Bobby wants to talk about that day. Um, make sure to check out our uh, our Shopify. Literally, if you type in Carolina Tactics Group in Google, all of our stuff's going to come up. The, the podcast is going to come up on multiple mediums. Um, the Shopify store is going to come up. Um, if you want to support us, that's, that's, that's another way to do it financially, you know, buy some hats, buy some t-shirts. Um, we're going to get some new and different, uh, material down the road as we, you know, you got to kind of project out from season to season. So we're, we're kind of looking at coming out with some cool stuff for the fall, um, and for deer season, so we'll have like some deer head logo related type things and, you know, some more earthy colors, leather patches, all that. Again, continue to give us feedback. Um, all of these episodes are probably going to sound different because sometimes it's just on my phone. Sometimes it's with little lapel mics that I have. Um, Hammond, a Marine boy down in Charleston gave us some amazing mics that I, he's going to make fun of me for like being an old man, but I still got to play with these and get these new mics going. Um, we're in different locations. Sometimes you're going to hear street noise. Sometimes you're going to hear restaurant noise. Sometimes you're going to hear, you know, my, my dog Apollo, like licking his entire body while I'm trying to record. (laughs) So, but besides that, Tell us, recommend some people that you may or may not know that you want us to sit down with. Um, I'm still going to sit down with Corey from VTS. I actually want to sit down with the guys from Code 4 EMS because they're also local. Um, And I liked that sit down they had with Corey. After I listened to it, then I pushed it out because I want to make sure it was, I want to make sure it was good. No offense, but it is what it is. Um, if you have any recommendations for maybe local businesses that might be veteran owned, first responder owned, um, and then some different topics like, Hey, Aaron, Bobby, Kyle, get the guys in from Valkyrie. Talk about X, Y, and Z. Um, you you know, we can do that. I, I strongly encouraged my guys at Valkyrie to get on the, um, on the anchor app, which is where where we publish our podcast and then it gets distributed um, to all the different platforms that y'all listen to, be it Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, uh, like Podcast Republic or some shit. I don't even know. Um, so we'll we'll kind of be partnering up with them on a regular basis, be it with with training classes and then with the with the podcast. So I want to make sure that we're probably talking to each other. At least every week, if not every month. Um, so yeah, guys, hope you enjoyed this kind of shorter but unique content. Um, and continue to share all of our stuff. And you get, and if you got any recommendations, I'm ready to hear it. Thanks, guys.